Hello, Internet friend. I'm David Ravel, and this is Value Side for Friday, February 24. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valueside.com. Well, today, Moderna, the stock that couldn't lose. You are undoubtedly aware of Moderna Incorporated, one of the primary producers of the COVID-19 vaccine. Hundreds of millions of Americans and likely billions around the globe have taken their brand named Spikevax. Moderna is on the leading edge of medical technology, having developed this vaccine through a process called messenger RNA, or just mRNA for short. And indeed, Moderna's stock symbol, mRNA, is the company's first genuine product and the basis of its fortunes. Now, yesterday, Moderna announced their profits for the fourth quarter, and I almost fell off my chair when I read them. To say these were shocking results is an understatement, but to fully appreciate what was so startling, we must provide a little background on Moderna. And this is an excellent place to point out that this will strictly be a financial discussion. There are, of course, significant medical issues involved here, but that's not my field. My specialty is finance, and from a financial perspective, Moderna is one of the most interesting case studies of today's interplay between private business and the federal government with its various agencies. Now, our story shows that various agencies, bureaus, institutes, authorities, and services play a vital but changing role in financing Moderna during its startup phase. Without getting too complicated here, there will be more than enough players to keep track of. Generally, there are just a few significant parties in producing and marketing a product. There's the company itself, in this case Moderna, the end customers who will purchase and use the products, and then there's the venture capitalists. They're the ones who supply the capital needed before the company becomes profitable. Oh, and finally, the regulators who will approve or disapprove of the product. Now, we begin with Moderna Incorporated, the Cambridge, Massachusetts-based medical research firm. For a decade or more, Moderna was in research limbo. Founded by academic researchers, the company still needed to find that blockbuster product to make them commercially viable. Then came the year 2020, and everyone's life changed, especially those at Moderna. As you know, sometime in 2019, the COVID disease infected many in China, and 2019 would forever become part of that disease's name. However, most of us in the United States did not hear of the outbreak for months. If I recall, I first saw a report on the pandemic in February of 2020. So let's walk through those first three months of 2020. Now, fortunately for Moderna, the month before in January of 2020, they announced that they were actively pursuing some promising research into what would become their mRNA-based vaccine. Now, a month or two before that, Anthony Fauci, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, or NIAID for short, had patented an mRNA therapy which is what Moderna was reacting to in making their announcement. So three critical elements came together at the very beginning of 2020 to lead Moderna in producing their breakthrough product, Spikebacks. The timeline looks like this. 
First, there was an outbreak of the disease in China. Next, the NIAID patented, provided the blueprint for an mRNA-based vaccine. And finally, a willing maker of the vaccine appeared, Moderna. It's also the first time we see our government actively involved in vaccine production. Dr. Fauci and NIAID were the basic researchers on that project. Then, Dr. Fauci removes the lab coat and puts on his venture capitalist hat. NIAID provides nearly a billion dollars in capital to fund Moderna through the FDA approval process. Now the government is the chief venture capitalist on this project also. Later, the federal government will directly provide an additional $2.5 billion in funding, supporting NIAID with this additional financing for Moderna. So they're now venture capitalist number two on the project. Then on December 18, 2020, just over 11 months after announcing they were beginning research, Moderna achieved the coveted FDA emergency use authorization, allowing Moderna to bring spike vaccines to the market. And when they come to the market, who is their customer? <laughs> That's right. The same U.S. government will now purchase as many doses of Moderna vaccine as they can make. Vax customer is the fourth role then for the federal government in developing Moderna's vaccine. First as a researcher, then as a venture capitalist, then as a chief medical regulator, and now as the customer. It's an entrepreneur's dream, authoritative research to develop your product, unlimited funding from the world's richest venture capitalist, approval from another division of that same group, and now the world's wealthiest customers. It doesn't get any better than this. Talk about having the wind at your back. Well, that brings us to yesterday's earnings from Moderna. For over a year and a half, Moderna has been on a roll. Orders have been flowing like never before, so much so that Moderna had to line up a network of subcontractors from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, to Visp, Switzerland, just to keep up with demand. When suddenly, the demand is now gone. It dropped off like a cliff. In this reported quarter, sales were down by nearly a third. Spikevax, the hottest product in the country, generously provided by our Uncle Sam, is suddenly as dead as yesterday's internet fad. The must-have therapy for nearly everyone is now old news. The attitude of the American public has changed. And as anyone responsible for marketing a significant product or service will tell you, once the public's attitude changes, it's generally over. The marketplace has seen dozens of products that were once hot but are now forgotten. We can't always tell why people's attitude changes, but it can devastate the producer. Your sales campaign is over when the public feels a product does not live up to the hype. And it looks like that's just what's happening to the Moderna spike facts. And that's the value side for Friday, February 24. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valueside.com. I'm David Ravel. ValueSide is independently written and researched. 
the views expressed are strictly my own.